Hi everybody, welcome to episode 8 of Nerdgully and I'm Arya. I'm Sid. If you still don't know it yet. Yeah, I don't know why you would not know it. (laughs) Yeah. So today we've come to talk to you about a very, very serious and fun topic. Is it fun? It it is fun. Okay. It's a a serious and fun topic called sex education. Yeah. Uh, If you're... I don't think we can do this episode. Why not? Because you're not allowed to talk about sex education. (laughs) Because sex doesn't exist before marriage. No, it doesn't. Yes. God gives us our babies. <laughs> no storks too. No storks is Western. We 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 still we are still Indian, so we get our babies from God. Okay. <laughs> so before we get into it, how was your week? Well, I completed dark. Okay, and what did you think? I liked it. I'm going to tell my friends to watch it. So, friends, please watch it. <laughs> you know who you are go watch it and i yeah no it's really well shot it's it has a complicated story and you know you would wish that they will talk more and stare less but that's what they do so it's it's a it's one of the rare series that makes you watch it it you can't <laughs> just be a casual bystander you can't have it on in the background you yeah, have to yeah. actively participate in it. You have to, as you said, you have to make down the family tree notes of who's related to who and how. So, Whom? yeah. Who? Yes. <laughs> I am not going to say that again. So. Yes. Uh, we might make a separate episode just reviewing Dark in the future. But hmm. for now, it has our recommendation. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. If you're wasting your money on, if you're wasting your time on money heist, go watch Dark instead. <laughs> I agree. Yes. Uh, one thing I do want to talk about before we get into this topic is Happy Friendship Day. When? When? It's July 30. It's today. We are recording How? it. Thursday evening. Is it? Yes. It's what? July 30th. It's not the first... <laughs> Uh, Sunday in August. Then? Like Indians think it is. Yeah. What? International Friendship Day is today. Oh. oh. <laughs> Indians just <laughs> conveniently put it out on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have, I'll have to send you a band then. Yes. Or a ribbon. Something. Yeah, I think like I, I used to love having friendship bands. Uh, anybody who's from India remembers friendship bands clearly. Uh, but I was very, very miserly. Mm. And uh, is that a is that a, an adverb? I don't know. But I was. So instead of actually buying those bands which had those fancy clips on it, I yeah. just buy a roll of ribbon and write yeah. happy friendship day on each of it and cut it up. And oh God. Like all these people, like I used to hate the people who used to double knot it so that you had to cut them off. Mm -hmm. And they used to be pissed because you weren't wearing them the next day. Yeah. Uh, Like I am not going to show up to school with an entire arm full of multicolored ribbons, which don't even like they're not color coordinated. (laughs) 
and somehow girls always like those pink ribbons mm-hmm. which were garbage and i had like i i was allotted five french bands which had the clips on it so oh, they were reserved so for like my close five, friends so it's like the five best friends that you have you can give them the special bands yeah because apparently you used to have five best friends remember those days <laughs> Well, if anyone used to come to me with a friendship band in hand, I I just went, don't you dare. And if you give you give that to me, I'll just throw it away. So. God, you were mean. What, what do you mean were? Ah, uh, no, that's why people don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> that's true, but the ones that do are my really good friends then. Uh-huh. So please text me. I am lonely. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Why why were we talking about it? Friendship or oh, friendship day? Yes. Yes, it it is friendship day and technically we've known each other since 6th grade, but mm-hmm. I think we've been friends for the last decade. Yeah, that's it so. About Because I remember decade. knowing you on friendship day 2010. Yeah. Why? And you did not give me a friendship band so I was very happy about it. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Because give anybody I... friendship bands. No, I mean 2010 I hated you. Remember that? <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Some people are still stuck in the 2010s unfortunately. Oh yeah, I know. I have a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our school times kind of bring us to this subject of sex ed that's kind of been in my head for a long time in the last week or so is it sex education or sexual education <laughs> i'm guessing it's sex <laughs> if you, even if you say sex or sexual indian aunties are going to think of you as an asshole yeah bigda hua bachcha you're spoiled how can you have sex how can you even talk about sex or think about sex or know what sex is <laughs> You are not married. <laughs> yeah. But you are bringing shame to your family. Yeah, but before we begin we must have a disclaimer that we are not sex educators and you know, we are going to attach resources down if you really do want to learn about sex education and you have a few questions, please don't DM us because we clearly don't know stuff. We are still learning what sex education is thanks to our indian schooling system <laughs> and uh but we we want to have this dialogue of why sex ed is so important and yeah. what kind of a sex ed we had when we were growing up mm-hmm. uh turns out people like friends i have in the us have also had the same issue that there was no clear sex ed mm-hmm. depending on which school or college you went to yeah I think most of this would we would be addressing from a point of like an Indian immigrant kind like where we are exposed to this culture here but most of it is related to how Indians think about it yeah and sex in India is limited to the Kama Sutra and <laughs> um people who are married yeah I think that is the funniest thing that I've heard about was when i was in engineering college and somebody told pointed me to a girl and said oh she's licensed mhm what does that mean and 
exactly that was my question i was like i have a license i just drove a bike here and they're like no 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 she's married so she's licensed also licensed to so, have sex yes <laughs> and apparently a uh, being married is being licensed and i was like oh so do you guys actually think like you can't have sex before getting married yeah you can't yes and turned out um, our education system had failed many of them mm-hmm. and they actually did not know what sex was at the age of 18 oh which was very surprising to me when it comes to being in a coed institution mm mm-hmm. and having to interact day in day out with situations like these where people are talking about their boyfriends people are talking about their relationships and stuff like that and you still don't know things don't know the basics of your own body yeah. and i i feel like that becomes very problematic it does do you remember uh, sex ed in our school <laughs> it was a joke it was like uh... I remember I actually remember the day it happened and it was because I'm I'm guessing that Maharashtra doesn't have a formal sex ed policy so we weren't allowed to be taught by our teachers so there was a team that came by like representing the government and it had government approved topics that you can talk about mm-hmm. and they did not call sex as sex they always called it intercourse <laughs> yeah because it was because it, like it is the scientific uh, word for it but you know they still preferred intercourse mm-hmm. because it was somehow vulgar to call it well, sex because because 7th graders used to giggle whenever somebody said sex <laughs> i think that's why they called it intercourse <laughs> but still it doesn't change the fact that it is sex Yeah, I mean imagine still like going into a class of 7th graders and saying the word vagina. <laughs> You're still giggling. I'm not giggling at the word. I'm giggling <laughs> at your joke. <laughs> but no, they that I didn't I don't know if they did that to you, but they separated boys and girls. Mhm. So boys just learned about male parts and I'm guessing girl learns about women parts. but there was no exchange of information okay <laughs> i'm just like i'm trying to control my laughter at this point because you're saying women parts well i said men parts or male parts so mm-hmm. i can't okay. say male parts and vagina it's, it's not the two same category yes okay so my my question would be like growing up did you learn about sex from your parents or like from school did your parents teach you like the right words for your anatomy how how was your experience about this i think mostly online like school okay. taught me the basic stuff about how it's supposed to go physically and the like the anatomy of oh, now i'm conscious about saying male parts <laughs> you could just say genitalia <laughs> that works too <laughs> i i don't know whatever you feel comfortable with <laughs> my ding dong <laughs> okay no please do not <laughs> <laughs> my pp <pee-pee>. i <I'm laughs> 
<laughs> is that what your parents called it no that's the scientific name for it <laughs> so majorly it was online and uh, my parents i think had the sex talk with me after i started having sex Mm-hmm. and that was just limited to you know use a condom and don't get the girl pregnant <laughs> but so also you know kind of accomplish the same goal yeah, yeah. so it was just about uh, protection mm-hmm. and i think the major yeah major part of of it was wikipedia actually so because you i had to seriously learned stuff yeah. from wikipedia yeah because you know you can't trust any other source <laughs> <laughs> yes you can i mean how how would you know i had just we had just started using the internet then yeah so how yes. you know you know that you can trust wikipedia and you know that it's not exactly scientific but it's factual mm-hmm. and so the basic stuff was all wikipedia okay so from what um so we did a poll on instagram yesterday on um, my handle and we did ask people like where did you get your sex ed and honestly i was overwhelmed by this fact like 73% of everybody who responded says that they got their sex ed from friends or in the internet yeah mine was 85 and honestly it just feels like such a disappointment yeah like such a failure in our education industry that you had to learn about things from people your own age who didn't actually have experience with this mm-hmm. and from for me the same experience was that like i don't remember my parents talking about this to me yeah my father still refuses to acknowledge sex exists of course it doesn't and it doesn't like not until i'm married i'm going to be a virgin even after i'm married <laughs> please cut that out <laughs> please do listen like i don't want to fight with my family okay but anyway i i don't remember my parents actually having a sex talk with me but there was one talk where my mom explained to me what periods were what like mm-hmm. the menstrual cycle is and how to have a baby mm-hmm. like that was it like you will have your period and you can have a baby during that time if you have intercourse yeah that reminds no, me Mm-hmm. I, I, that reminds me that uh, I learned about periods in I think sixth standard where there was an actual chapter on the human biology and then it mentioned uh, oh, menstruation yeah, then and that. then I was I was studying it at home and I looked at my mom and said wait do you have this <laughs> <laughs> why oh have God, I why have mean? I not noticed you having all sorts of <laughs> cramps and mood swings yet. <laughs> because we are very good at hiding it yeah so it's it's always there right like periods are embarrassing periods are shameful mm-hmm. periods mean you can't go to the temple you can't do stuff and it's so infuriating that that ideology still exists to this day in india like i i would still not be allowed to go to a temple if i was on my period and i don't think period is a dirty word it's a shameful thing it's even if you are a religious person i want you to understand that this is something god gave me and it can't be dirty yeah if if that is what your mm-hmm. like you know belief is but for me it's like this is nature if you are happy with me reproducing 
then you should be happy with the way i do it when i am not pregnant like legitimately like this is not something that is out of the world half of the population on this planet does this yeah so it's not exactly a thing which is you know uh, very rare and <laughs> very uh, uncommon exactly and you know just thinking about the fact that i had to wait what 12 years to even mm-hmm. know that this was a thing it i i wouldn't be surprised if a lot of women my age still do not know the difference between a vulva and a vagina mhm and that differentiation in itself has to be made and made known to women in the first place yeah if we ever hoped that men would actually understand so okay going back to the topic <laughs> i know we went out on a tangent again uh so in my high school i went to uh, a convent high school was it a catholic or a protestant it was catholic and uh there were nuns who were our teachers as well as um our principal mm-hmm. i think it was 7th grade when um the topic of sexual reproduction was in our books in biology yeah, yeah. and the boys in class giggled through the whole chapter <laughs> I remember because that. they thought it was very funny that women had fallopian tubes as if like your mom doesn't yeah but no but fallopian sounds like butterfly <laughs> what why do you think it's funny i don't know why is butterfly it's, funny because you know it's it has that the things coming out and <laughs> like looks like the butterfly's antenna <laughs> Well, I I I think this is the first time somebody has called a uterus looking like a butterfly. That gives it a much more appealing view. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, the boys giggled through it. The girls were embarrassed because we were told to be embarrassed of our own bodies. Mm-hmm. We were told to be embarrassed that we get periods. We were told that boys should never know that you're on your period. Yeah. And that in itself was so drilled into me as a person that i remember there was a day when i had my period and like it was out it came out of nowhere i wasn't prepared for it and i was wearing a white skirt and i refused to get off my seat because i knew i had my period mm-hmm. and that there would be a red spot on my white skirt and i was so ashamed that i cried in class And oh. I waited for everybody to go out to like library or physical education or something, so that I could go to my teacher and tell her like I need to go home right now. Oh. And that is so dumb. It is for for a thirteen year old to be ashamed of her own body. And it just it got to me. And then we finally had like a sex ed uh, class. which was that not was in seventh grade was, yeah which was a seminar and yeah. uh, they had both boys and girls in the same <laughs> room and oh my god this was this was hilarious they had both boys and girls in the same room and a nun was teaching us about sex education nice it blew my mind and the things we learned in it were like masturbation is sin Mm-hmm. You should only have sex after you're married. Mm-hmm. A woman's virginity is very important. 
and well, sex but that's only true happens. how oh, else sure. would you determine how else would we determine your value like you can't <laughs> yeah. it's how depends yes. on your and hymen yes and to our dear dear listener this is sid's way of sarcasm please remember <laughs> that <laughs> Yeah and the other thing they taught us was that sex happens between a married man and a woman. Yeah. Or well, or rather yeah. hold on a married man and the woman he is married to. <laughs> Not a married man and any <laughs> I'm glad you cleared that up. Yeah. <laughs> But no because I remember we were taught uh, sex is after marriage because why would you have sex before marriage? so it was just yes. assumed that this <laughs> this is it it doesn't say boy and girl it says man and woman so yeah. it's so already grown up you have to wait until yeah. you're a man and a woman and this is coming from a country where child marriage used to exist until the last generation yeah exactly where and where we had a, a slogan hum do hamare do what we had a slogan hum do hamare do yeah so they no, were encouraged they... to have two children No 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 that slogan was only to have two children Yeah but you know it depends on how no. you look at it only two or two No only two because our grandparents generation came from like seven siblings and 10 siblings yeah. because they didn't have TV back then what do you think <laughs> they did <laughs> Yeah But anyway what but what else were you taught that that the one thing that sticks out in my head is like masturbation is sin mhm like you're not allowed to touch yourself ever ever doesn't matter marriage. if you're no doesn't matter oh. if you're married or unmarried masturbation is going to remain a sin for life oh like at least you are allowed to have sex after you get married so wow. yeah i did not that, know that and the funniest thing help. was <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly like we were not catholic mm-hmm. it was a catholic school but not all of us were christians yeah and we were still like all of this was still ingrained into us <laughs> and slut shaming came at no cost in that school yeah that was If the this is lowest bar of slut shaming is do you masturbate and if no, you no not do, even not even that it's not even just that? like no 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 slut shaming came in all shapes and forms and i personally had to endure a lot of it when i was growing up thanks to me not caring whether i had guy friends no oh. um i used to talk to boys so i was a slut i used to have more guy friends then girls i used to hang out more with them mm-hmm. so i was a slut so technically i was sleeping with all of them before i actually hit puberty <laughs> yeah. and just the and it was not just the students who actually like it would be worse if it was just students because they personally didn't realize what slut shaming was mm-hmm. but this came from teachers oh I was like imagine this like me as a 14 year old was slut shamed by a teacher who was like 30 plus. Mhm. 
she she had she had daughters and who Sub were children in, my in the school, school. Yeah. yeah who were in my school like this woman knows this woman has daughters yeah and she slut shamed me in front of my entire class not even in private mm imagine that experience of not even knowing what sex is and being told that you are worthless at the age of 14 in front of all your peers yeah i was like why wouldn't like you guys are making sure that i need therapy in later life <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that was that was my shitty experience with sex ed and nobody actually taught me what sex is or that sexual desire is common But like it's sexual desire is the next step we were taught or we were it was pretended like people pretended that sex doesn't exist <laughs> yeah so like sex ed is you have to first acknowledge is acknowledge that it exists <laughs> and they didn't do that and it, it was just like you know when we had questions we had no one to ask and we didn't we didn't know what to ask how do you explain stuff that you don't know yet yeah. and but you're still curious about it and it happens to you yeah and i mean i think there was a time where my mom did ask me if i knew stuff mm-hmm. but it was in a way where i could not admit that i had questions uh like it's and it's always taught you know like you can confide in your mom but you can't confide in your father about things like this yeah like it's 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 indian it's ingrained in indian somehow that you can't talk about this with your father yeah like my family wasn't the kind of like you know very open and um progressive in terms of like you know um the fact that i had periods mm-hmm. my father comes from a very conservative background and he doesn't acknowledge it oh like i have friends whose fathers used to buy them pads and tampons mm-hmm. my dad <laughs> would never do that I think my mom started buying pads in front of me and my brother when I think I was in 8th grade. Mm-hmm. So till then she would go separately and buy them separately. Oh god. And then like, she just started just, you know then it was a normal thing but till then yeah. I didn't know what it was. And I had to I like she, once like... she got it she explained the whole the uh, concept that how it works and you know why she needs it and everything but you know till that point it was there was a thing that i didn't know what it was mm-hmm. and that's that's the thing that there are families that i know where there are two siblings who are like a boy and a girl and the fact that the sister gets periods is hidden from the brother for oh. a long time and i don't understand why because it's you <laughs> it's aki yeah it's it it is yucky it is yucky to the ones who are bleeding <laughs> out of a body part like can you imagine like cutting your finger and then going to school and being like no this is fine <laughs> like i bleed every month 
it's not a big deal yeah but it is a key so that's why we don't talk about it uh-huh. <laughs> but we were taught sex ed separately so you know the people that had questions about uh, the female anatomy they mm-hmm. they they didn't get to ask them it was just focus right. on us mhm so when did you actually learn what sex was or basic sex ed which should have been taught to us in schools or by our families when did you actually learn that i think uh, when i was 15 or 14 around that okay. time okay where did you learn it from wikipedia okay we went over this like did wikipedia teach you consent no that was me being a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> that's me being a normal human being yes not a nice guy a normal human being yeah who understands the word no <laughs> oh my god that is hilarious but you know the point that we had earlier uh, that we used to pretend that sex did not exist and even when it did exist it was uh, dirty or bad or, or taboo a e- taboo or it was all of those things and that's why uh, and bollywood has a dot big part to play in this because all the censorship that the government did in the 50s and the 60s that's why we have the flowers touching thing and the <laughs> panning behind a tree and doors closing and curtains closing or clothes laying all over the floor we have all that and it's because it was taught that it was uh, common knowledge that sex was bad and sex had to be done in secret mm-hmm. and be hidden from the society so if it is all that then how do you start a conversation about it and how do you have a country of billion people <laughs> like more than a billion where do you think those billion people are coming from god god bless us yeah with people and especially in indian culture i used to find it hilarious that the minute somebody got married the next day you'd be like no when's the good news <laughs> so basically it's okay for a random stranger on your street to ask you about your sex life yep because you are married now so you, yeah, you must be having sex what else what else could you be doing no why else would you get married oh yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> to have babies we need more babies please get married yeah as if we need any more indians yeah because my grandmom used to tell me every time you know i met her she used to ask me if i had a girlfriend and mm-hmm. depending on the answer she said okay but you know no sex till marriage and she didn't say sex she said no monkey business till marriage so it's like to to translate it literally is like don't be a bad boy before marriage oh my god yeah i well i'm assuming you haven't spawned yet <laughs> not yet i'm still hoping why <laughs> we have a we have a billion indians we have enough i want one with my dna <laughs> yes of course <laughs> my dna is amazing 
we we you have to carry on your tribe of shitty eyesight and weird faces and big nose <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay uh so speaking of big noses we also have big mouths and we've been talking for about <laughs> an hour and a half on this podcast um so we are actually going to cut this up into two parts we are recording this later because we just realized we talked for two hours straight yeah and uh so this is going to be part 1 part 2 will be out on our channel right after this so you could go listen to it right now um uh, if not you can come back and listen to it whenever we are but why would you do that we we, we are at your disposal <laughs> <laughs> listen to it right now please we need the views or the listens yes and since we know that you are our friends and you care about us uh go to spotify and follow us or leave us a review on um apple podcasts uh rate us review us do all the things you know you already like you already know what to do <laughs> <laughs> so uh we're signing off on part 1 for here part 2 is out on the channel we'll see you there bye bye yeah bye